0: There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. Story Corner. From the Gruffalo to the Hunger Games and beyond.
1: So we have new research from the Literacy Trust that one in five children only ever read on screens, apparently. Also, twice as many young people who read above the level expected for their age read fiction, both in print and on screen. Now, that's something that I came across earlier in the week. And I think it brings us nicely on to our next guest, who is joining us in the Story Corner this week to tell us about some of his favourite books of all time. Welcome, Nick Reynolds, to the studio. Thank you very much. So... First of all, before we get stuck into talking about all of your favourite books, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Well, I've lived in Dubai for five years and I've been uh, studying at Dubai College for two years. But before that, I lived in the UK and went to a German school in China for three years as well. Um, and last night I won a 5K race at the Dubai Autodrome as well.
1: Well done. Congratulations.
2: Thank you very much. And
1: you're on the radio today. I know, it's
2: my first time.
1: It's quite an exciting weekend for you. Yeah. So you've also hosted uh, sessions at the Literature Festival, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I have previously introduced authors at the Dubai Literature Festival.
1: Did you see any authors this year?
2: I did. I saw Gillian Cross, um, the author of After Tomorrow. Um,
1: So let's get stuck into some of your books. I mean, you mentioned After Tomorrow there, and I already know beforehand what some of the books you want to talk about are. After Tomorrow is one of those. Can we start with that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a book about refugees from England in sort of a dystopian future for England, where the banks have crashed and they're trying to flee to France through the Channel Tunnel. But it's being closed off. And it's a really interesting perspective um, of what you would do if the world turned around for you and you became a refugee rather than an onlooker on someone else's problems.
0: Is this a book that you've read as well? um, I've read parts of it and I've read a review of it and I thought it is a really hard-hitting uh, children's book. I'm not quite sure what age um, it's for, but I, I, I honestly admire Janine Cross hugely. Um, that she's tackled quite a difficult subject. And it shouldn't just be actually for young adults and children. It should be for everyone because you suddenly, the, the, you know, you switched places. The tide has turned and you're now facing uh, a situation that millions of people across the world face. And it makes you really understand what being a refugee is like, and that's the that's the joy of books. It is that empathy that you can actually then start to think about things that may not have occurred to you before.
1: And I do sometimes think that children's literature, as a genre, manages to do that with so much clarity sometimes that you, you don't necessarily get in adult fiction. And that's really hard to do is convey really complex, um, difficult. Tough ideas in language that is accessible for both young and old.
0: Can I just, inter- sorry, interject mm. there? wonder by rj palacio um was written uh, as a young adult book and um as adults i think we benefit hugely from it um it was then made into an award-winning film and the same with the curious incident of the dog in the night time which was originally written uh, for young adults um but has ha- has as much as a following uh with adults as it does so i totally agree with you that that children and young adults literature really crosses boundaries and um tackles things that are of interest to us all
1: so nick after tomorrow by Gillian cross is also on the list with the boy in the striped pajamas and both of those books i think are a really good example of this they both deal very cleverly with difficult subject matter are, did you pick up these books yourself or did a parent or a teacher prescribe them to you
2: Um, I mean, the Gillian Cross book After Tomorrow had Mm. been recommended by the Emirates Literature Festival Book Club. Mm. And The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas had been recommended by my parents. But I enjoyed them as much as the books I'd chosen for myself. And I think it's interesting when you get recommendations for books because you experience a wider variety of genres and maybe topics you wouldn't choose for yourself to read.
0: I think that's such a good point, Nick, um, that you've raised there. That, And we've heard it from so many of our younger reviewers and also not so young reviewers that coming onto the radio, you're sort of given a book sometimes to review or you're part of the Chevron Reader's Cup, which selects books for um, teams of four students to read. Um, and or you belong to a book grub, not a grub <laughs> even. It could even be a club. I and feel maybe like maybe grubs. we should
1: rename the Festival Book Club to the Book Grub. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> um, and so so you get, you get to read books that you may not pick off the shelf. You get taken out of your comfort zone. And I think that's a really good thing. And I'm glad to hear you uh, mention that.
1: So I'd like to talk now about a couple of books in particular by Philip Reeve. Um, so Blacklight, Express and Railhead. Tell us about those and why you like them and why you'd recommend them as well.
2: Um, so, Railhead is the first book in the the two-book series, Railhead and then the Black Light Express, which is a very sort of futuristic science fiction books about um, trains that can travel through K-gates between worlds, um, and they've sort of conquered the galaxy, and there's ruling elite families that control all the different rail stations, which is like the power in this universe. And it's an interesting concept because there's... Um, a motoric girl called Nova and Zen Starling, and they become friends um, and eventually lovers, but it's sort of frowned upon because you're not really supposed to love motorics or even sort of have feelings for them because they're not real humans.
1: So there's this forbidden love element, and there's also the fact that, quite obviously, he's chosen to use trains as a form of transportation, whereas anything that's sort of set in space, you automatically think, okay, spaceships, you know... That that sort of thing. And it's interesting that he's gone and used something quite old fashioned in such a futuristic setting. Did you like the way he did that?
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's very similar to another series of books that Philip Reeve has written. Um Mortal about, Engines. Yeah, Mortal Engines where he has like moving cities in the far future after an atomic war, which is like a very Victorian idea of the future. Um, Very similar to Railhead where sort of trains become the mode of transport. And it it is interesting to think about future differently to how you might imagine it in your head. So flying spaceships and flying cars and, you know, um, the future that lots of children might imagine. But it is interesting to imagine sort of just one thing becoming a major part in the future.
1: Side note, I read Mortal Engines and I'm a massive fan and I didn't want to see the film adaptation because i was so scared of ruining it for myself did you see it was should i watch it
2: <laughs> i have watched the film and it is really good but the ending is very different from the book so i'm not sure how or if they're going to make the next book into a film because i think it would be very cool if they'd have just made it the same as the book but the ending's very different so
0: i wonder why they do that 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 has happened in a lot of very very um you know famous book to page um, adaptations and why do they change it when you know I, I find that really hard
2: yeah because you'd have thought that the reason would be something like it needs to be more dramatic for the screen but I think the book the book's ending was good enough they didn't need to change it
1: but. Mm. Yeah. It, it, and it happens again and again and again and I know that they have to change things for film because it's a different medium but you sometimes do wonder because you can see that it would work equally well, why they why they change certain things. Um, so that is an example of a big kind of blockbuster movie that a book has been turned into. And another example of that, so you've spoken about Railhead, Blacklight Express by Philip Reeve, After Tomorrow by Gillian Cross, and also The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas are some of your favourites. But one on the list is very common, right? So Harry Potter, big book franchise, big film franchise. What I would like to know from you, though, because you're really insightful is why you think that Harry Potter is so successful in comparison with maybe some of the other books on this list and in that genre, um, you know, compared to other fantasy novels aimed at a similar age group, why do you think Harry Potter is, Why wh- where's the mania coming from?
2: I think it's really because it's so relatable, so that the main characters are so young, they're at school, so children want to read about things that you know, they could imagine being them. And also that the wizards are all living in hiding, they're not allowed to speak about it. So there's another element of that that could be real. And it also gives children something to look forward to on their 11th birthday, am I going to get a letter for Hogwarts? So it's being able to put themselves in the shoes of the lead characters. And imagine, well, maybe this will happen to me, I don't know, you know, it could be happening in the real world.
1: I'm still waiting for my letter. Yeah. And I still remember thinking when I turned 11, it's going to arrive. It's going to arrive. And then when I turned 12, oh, they're just late this year. <laughs> I don't know when I'll give up hope. Um, Nick, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's been a pleasure talking to you about some of your favorite books.
2: Thank you very much.
0: There's just so much more to hear.
2: Download our podcast at DubaiEye1038.com.